Welcome to the Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Hello. In today's episode, you will hear tips on how to manage disagreements with your boss. I'm your host, Coach Percy Cannon. In our last episode, you heard 10 tips to improve every stage of your meetings. The first three were things that you can do before the meeting. First was to define the nature of the meeting. Then came to limit the agenda to no more than three topics. And the third one was to convey the agenda, your expectations of participants, and the key decisions to be made before the meeting. The next three were suggestions that you can implement at the beginning of the meeting. Ask all participants to check in. Review the agenda, the key outcomes, and the time allocation for each agenda topic and review your meeting ground rules. Then, during the meeting, you can promote a healthy debate and go deep into each topic. And at the end of the meeting, you can fill out a simple template with three columns labeled what, who, and when, and end on time. Follow one or more of these 10 suggestions, and you will start seeing improvements in the effectiveness of your meetings. Today, I will share four tips on how to manage disagreements with your boss. During a recent coaching engagement, my client, a corporate manager whom I'm going to call Maria, requested my help on how to manage disagreements with her boss's boss. I'm going to call him David. Her manager had delegated several responsibilities to her, which required her alignment directly with David. Maria told me that the latest meetings with David had not gone well. The problem seemed to have been triggered by how she expressed her disagreement to suggestions that had been provided by David. She considered herself the subject matter expert and honestly believed that his suggestions were not optimal. Maria shared that David was a direct, strong-willed, and forceful executive the type who did not like to hear people argue or disagree with him. I invited Maria to try to pinpoint how she had expressed her disagreements. She recalled having used often the words no and but, and how these words seemed to derail the discussions, to the point where she had been close to losing control of her emotions. Throughout this and subsequent coaching sessions, Maria and I worked on potential ways to better manage the flow of the discussions with David. Our aim was to achieve the best possible outcomes. My first tip was to ask her to always manage her emotions and avoid her emotions managing her. Easier said than done, she replied. To address this, we agreed to use the old rule of counting to 10 before speaking. The second tip as you may have already anticipated, was to avoid using the words no and but. In one occasion, David wanted to speed up the execution of a particular project, but Maria thought there were too many risks involved. Instead of a flat-out no, I advised her to ask questions, such as which specific elements of the plan David thought could be accelerated, and if there were any precedents where such shortcuts had been successful. We also agreed that it would help to listen truly attentively to David's arguments. Likewise, in the case of the word but, beyond asking clarification questions, I counseled her to offer other potential alternatives to achieve David's desired goals. 
Following the previous example, Maria could jointly work with David on the pros and cons of modifying elements of the original project as part of the decision-making process during the meetings. One last piece of advice I gave her was that if she still thought a particular suggestion from David was not optimal, she could suggest a limited rollout of the project. Instead of going national, they could run a controlled, small-scale test market, monitor the key variables, and then expand it if the test market results met the success criteria. Maria committed wholeheartedly to use all these tools in her future meetings with David. So, what happened in the next meetings? Maria told me that, as agreed, she had used these tools with David and was very happy to report that they had translated into a significant improvement on how they debated when they disagreed. She also said that the more she practiced them, the more comfortable she felt using them. You can use these same tips to manage disagreements with your boss. Just remember the top three takeaways. First is to manage your emotions at all times, especially with your boss or your boss's boss, as was the case with Maria. The second one is to ask questions, listen more, and speak less. And the third one is to manage disagreements in a positive and proactive way building and adding value on top of your boss's suggestions, rather than trying to prove them wrong. I want to add a fourth tip. Pick your battles. Ask yourself if you can live with your boss's decision even though you may not completely agree with it. Go for the 10% rule, where you only challenge one out of 10 decisions from your boss. It may not be a successful practice to become the manager who constantly challenges your boss. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the next one, I will share tips on how to improve the level of commitment to team decisions. If you like what you heard today, and depending on the platform you're using, let me ask you to please rate, subscribe, or follow this podcast and share it with your coworkers and friends. Also, you can visit my website at canon.consulting or, if available in this platform, Use any of the links provided in the details section to download the transcript of today's episode, access the resources mentioned today, ask questions, suggest topics of interest, request a free consultation call with me, and connect on LinkedIn. This is Coach Percy Cannon, working to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Thank you for listening to The Career Accelerator the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Stay tuned for our next episode.